Welcome back to all of our wonderful listeners there on the Extraordinary Ministers podcast, where we are making our complicated faith simple. Ben. Yes. How was your Halloween, man? Well, it was good. Um, my daughter was a cat. Ah. We had the little painted whiskers on her. And your daughter was a cat last year? Yes, but you know what? The costume still fits, and she wanted to be it, so I'm not paying for a new costume. Oh, Ben's cheap here. You yes. heard it here, folks. Ben is cheap. <laughs> he doesn't like paying money for costumes. I, I just assume this is how the story played out. Ella said, Dad, can I be a witch for Halloween? And Ben says, you look like a cat. I like I like that. And she goes, oh, yeah, great idea, Oh, Dad. good idea. Yeah. yeah, great idea, Dad. Good. And so, no, she actually really wanted to be a cat because she literally came up to me and her mom and was like, I want to be a kitty. We're like, you were a kitty last year. Do you want to be something different? And she goes, no, I want to be a kitty. And I was like, okay. We put the costume on her, and it still fits because my daughter is teeny tiny. <laughs> She's and in like the one percentile or whatever. Correct, yes. she. I think less than fifth percent in like... Just everything. <laughs> That's good. For Except like, for like for head size. She's like in the 96th percentile because I got a she big head. She gets that from you? Yeah. Yes, she does. She yeah, my, a big head. My, my daughter is, has been, uh, well, she was into Toy Story a lot. So um, a while back, her, her uncle and aunt got her uh, a Jesse costume. Ooh, Jesse. Um, it was way too big on her, but we thought perfect for her. Halloween this year, you know, it was about six months ago, so she she grew into it because my daughter grows. Um, <laughs> Mine doesn't, so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, and then um, she got into this show called Paw Patrol and a oh. Paw Patrol is on a roll and she is uh, ready to nice rhyme. thanks um, they say that all the time and it's ingrained in my head I didn't <laughs> I didn't even mean to say Tagline. it uh, but so she's gonna be sky the the oh, only okay. uh, girl pop uh, in the Paw Patrol and, and guess what color she is pink so life is is good for my daughter I like loves it pink. and then she can she just switch the Jesse costume if she wants to yeah it's a it. backup yeah you know in case in case uh you know she just dis- gets disinterested in Paw Patrol in the next couple of days which is always a possibility for your costume I'm, the whole week and she can also eat candy for days I'm fairly sure she likes Paw Patrol and Toy Story more than her she likes her dad well, not like more than not more than mom, but more than dad. But so. like, is it that hard though? Nope. Nope. Yeah, nope. I agree. Nope. Usually, it's um, I want to watch a movie instead of talk to dad. So, so how, I'm just curious. Are you? Did you steal your daughter's candy? If she, yes. Um, <laughs> hey, you uh, didn't lie. I, I, I was assuming you were gonna be like, no. The thing I didn't is, do though, it. when they hand out Reese's to children, they ah. don't appreciate the true power of a Reese's peanut butter cup. You just gotta take it. Reese's they don't deserve it. Reese's are fair game. Yes, they are. And um, if anybody get. Um, and the, the, I haven't looked yet, but I don't know if she has any shock tarts. Do shock tarts still exist? I don't know, but those, those are my those, second favorite those, thing. Those are the sour world. one. No, yeah. are those the sour, sour ones yeah. and the sweet tarts. Yeah. Um, but can you believe it's November already? This is wild. I it we're gonna still be in, like, in a few weeks. Still feels like September. Still feels like September. So the fact that October has come and gone is just crazy to me. Yeah, and then we're gonna get into Advent at the end of this month on the twenty seventh and the twenty eighth, and then it's gonna be Christmas. Okay, please stop because my <laughs> wife has already started watching Christmas movies no. for the last month. You can't do um, anything like that until after Thanksgiving. She's okay waiting until after Halloween to start uh, listening to Christmas music, but Christmas movies started. A long time ago. I think Hallmark starts airing their Christmas movies in like September. She has this weird timeline of holidays where she like would watch like Hocus Pocus, that Halloween movie, like in like July. <laughs> and it's then, a little okay. All right. <laughs> because I think she wears herself out before she gets to the actual <laughs> holiday. If I start five months before the actual holiday, I'll be really prepped I'll be by the time we get there. Yeah. And, and then so, I won't want to celebrate anything. And then so once she got to October, she was on to Christmas. So I th- like it's just weird. Like her time frame for Halloween is like July, August, beginning of September, Christmas. Middle of September through 
January. She she oh doesn't stop at the 25th Yikes. of December. We have a rule in my house where you cannot listen to Christmas music or talk about Christmas until after Thanksgiving. And that works? Yes. With well, your, with your daughter? I just ignore whatever. Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't pay any credence to that. We're not we're here to talk about Thanksgiving, Halloween first and then we'll talk about Christmas. <laughs> um however, I am a music minister. So we start singing Christmas carols in September because uh concert December 19th. It's a shameless plug here at St. Gerard. <laughs> um so we're in November and we start November off not really with a bang, I would say, but with a very important feast day in uh, the church history. Because we have Halloween, and All Saints Day occurred because of Halloween, because the church wanted to get rid of that pagan tradition, or not get rid of it, but they wanted to overshadow it by remembering all their saints. Is this ringing a bell at all? It's coming back to me a little yeah. bit. So back in, I think, um, a long time ago, speaking scientifically, uh-huh. um, a long time ago, the church decided that they wanted to commemorate all their, all their um, the, the community of saints on top of the pagan traditions that are happening around, like because um, a lot of the the uh, the a lot of uh, the surrounding areas, a lot of the, like the Celts and the and other people like that had these very like the witches, wizards, kind of like uh, pagan deities. Harry Potter, kind of like that. Yeah, mm. yeah. Dumbledore was there, I'm sure. <laughs> um, and they wanted to kind of take power over that because they wanted people to more focus on the religious aspect of it, and that's where we get All Saints Day, um, and kind of where that develops into All Souls, which is um, today. Which is today. All right. And then tonight at 7 o'clock, we have our All Souls Mass at St. Gerard. Come on down. Unless you're listening to this after today. And then you lose. <laughs> um, well, actually, you don't lose. You just Then missed. you can uh, remember it. Yes. Uh. The Feast of All Souls kind of came from the Feast of All Saints. The church had consistently encouraged the offering of prayers and Mass for the souls and the faithful departed in purgatory, yada, yada, yada. Um, in the 6th century, the Benedictine monasteries held a solemn commemoration of deceased members, um, the days following Pentecost and stuff like that. And so, like, little by little... Um, actually, in 1048, that's the official the first year? yeah 1040. Okay, 1048. I didn't know. I didn't know if you were talking about like 1048 that's coming up here. Pretty uh, no, soon? no. Okay. <laughs> in 1048, Saint Odilo, the abbot of Cluny. I'm assuming you made that up. No, it's right here. Okay, I have it on paper. I have notes. <laughs> this is a real people. This is a real person in real time. Um, he was the first one to create um, the actual November 2nd memor- uh, memorial of all saints and all souls. So the day after all did saints. they so did they come into his existence at the same time? So all saints came first okay. and then all souls came. Okay. Um and that was the that was like the day like after we remembered all saints we commemorate all souls and like we so the souls we are all those people who are the like have deci- have died that year. So instead of commemorating, you know, the saints the first day, now we have our local community okay. of people who have passed away. So, um So is that kind of the major difference that all saints is for Everyone that has passed away, not only in our local community, but like like in um, all the world and all the yep. all those known saints. Correct. But isn't it all? Isn't it also for our loved ones that have passed away mm-hmm. that we believe are in heaven? Yeah, right? the All Souls thing. Yeah, that's okay. that's where we. And then correct. Yes. So it kind of plays off that. And this, the All Souls Day is to commemorate those who have died in that calendar gotcha. year kind okay. of deal. Okay. Um, and it's actually it's really funny. There's a long history of this. There's a lot of traditions. So like for example, in Mexico. Um, relatives make, uh, made or make garlands, wreaths and crosses, um, paper flowers and stuff. And they lay them at the graves of their deceased relatives that morning. And actually they stay there the entire day. It's like a day. It's like a whole day thing. On November 2nd? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, and this is, so again, like we're not just I was going to say it could this. be cold, but that's Mexico. So it's probably a little warmer there. Probably. Okay. All right. A little bit. Um, yeah. Not in a cold place. I don't know what you're going to do there. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's, it, that's the interesting part of all, all souls. It's not just like a u.s thing yeah. it's a worldwide church oh, thing and so then there's so many different um 
traditions and stuff like so they'll go to the cemetery they send them all day there um and like they give out like uh they call it skeleton candy to the kids like uh, the priest of the local church will come out after in the evening and we'll pray and we'll give like a little sermon over skeleton candy it's called skeleton sorry candy. that's that's where my mind went you said yes. a lot more than that yes but i heard the word candy it's called skeleton <laughs> <laughs> jeff likes candy yeah. so skeleton candy was I'm it not- reese's <laughs> God, I hope that'd be so great. Um, so, like, but like, I don't really know what skeleton candy is, but I know as a thing that, that that's a tradition that they give out to the kids after they bless each. They go around and they bless each individual grave, and they'll hand out skeleton candy okay. uh, to the children. And like, so like, for example, like, and also like statewide here in Louisiana. Um, you say here in Louisiana? Here in Louisiana? <laughs> here in the United in States? In Louisiana? Louisiana? Okay. Yes. Now we're now we're talking. Well, I didn't I've only know. Had one cup of coffee. Today, I didn't know. Maybe so. we were like. You know, pretending we were podcasting from, you know, New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans. Yeah. Um, so like they'll go around and they'll clean. <sighs> go Saints. Ah. ah, I think we should just stop. Yeah, that's that's, that, yeah. that's I think podcast right. over. We did it. We anyway, did it. Yeah. anyway, Louisiana. Um, so Louisiana, they, they'll go around the white, they'll clean the tombstones. They're like, they'll all go around at this big community thing. And, and like the whitewash. And yeah. Just... And they'll clean the tombstones and prepare again, kind of like garlands, wreaths and crosses and stuff. And they'll decorate the graves. Um, I've heard of churches even in Michigan doing that. A lot of people do. I don't know if it's necessarily totally in Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Louisiana, I mean, but yeah, I'm not trying to dis- um, discredit your Louisiana. No, no, <laughs> only know. in Louisiana. Yeah. Um, and like they'll do the rosary. They'll light candles at graves. Okay. They'll, they'll like to do like, and a lot of our communities do a similar thing. They'll they'll kind of like go around and make sure. Um, and like like I said before, like in the Middle Ages, it, these days kind of came off the superstitious belief. Um, kind of influenced by Celtic paganism and uh, the held souls and purgatory appeared on All Souls Day as witches, to- toads, goblins, and et cetera, like people who weren't immediately going to heaven. So they is, believed that they were going. This is 100% appeared. tied to Halloween. Like, yeah, I mean, this like, is, like, yeah. it's like, a, like so for that's, real. Like, this that's is what. interesting. Like, I never knew that, that, uh, like, All Saints. I mean, I, I thought it was a big Both those days are kind of, no, it, the, it, same thing kind of with Christmas. Like, it was, there's a, there's a winter solstice. It was a pagan holiday. So they kind of, yeah. we have we have a habit of doing gotcha. that to people um but like that's where we get like the costumes and stuff like because the celtic paganism belief that like if you if you were stuck in purgatory or stuck somewhere mm-hmm. like you came back to earth and haunted us whether you're a witch or a goblin or a toad well that's scary and then and they would come back and haunt the person that they believed committed wrongs against them in their life where's the hope in that there is no hope. <laughs> okay, right. that's why it's pagan uh, yes. um <laughs> like, wait yes. a minute so, like, for this reason, a lot of ethnic groups would, like, give, prepare food offerings, okay. and they lay them by their graves, so, like, if they came back, they could have something to eat. Ooh, well, That's, like, an actual thing. sounds so, like, good. Are yeah. Any of those local in Michigan? Cinnamon rolls, maybe? Like, any, you know what? Roma Bakery closed, which is really sad, but that, <laughs> we have some of their punchkis next to my grave when I die. Punchkis. Punchkis. Um, and I think, and again, all this kind of came out of um, kind of Celtic paganism and stuff. Um, but nevertheless, All Saints Day and All Souls Day are rooted in a Christian belief and arose in this life through the, of the church through a healthy spirituality, despite some of the, you know, pagan things that are wrapped around it. Um, and it still survives to this day. I mean, like, the, the, the history of All Souls Day is just, like, so long, if you really think about it. I mean... Yeah, I think it's I think it's super interesting. I think as we talk about All Souls uh, to being today... Um, I think it just, you know, it always, whenever All Souls comes around, it reminds me of the of my family members that have passed away, not just mm-hmm. in the last year, but um, just, you know, my I specifically think of my grandma um, who passed away when I was like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. But she's kind of been, um, you know, I've been fortunate where she's kind of been the closest person to me mm-hmm. that has passed away. Gotcha. Um, I grew up... Um, you know, very connected with my grandma. Mm-hmm. Always loved spending time with her. Um, it was my mom's mom. Never knew my mom's dad. So, like, 
even more. I, I feel like I even got more attention because right. when I want. So I always think of you know when we have to think about the the sadness of of mm-hmm. those we've lost. Um, she's kind of the the first one that pops into my head. Yeah. Um, and she always had this sense of of great faith. Mm-hmm. Um, always had. I mean, she was the reason why my mom's whole family was was so invested in the faith. My mm-hmm. uncle became a priest. Um, wow. you know, my whole family was, uh, just very faithful and, and it started with her. And I always think of that, um, you know, when, I, when I think of, you know, when, I, when, when these, these kind of days come around, I mean the holidays, but specifically, like, you know, all souls day, when we think about those people that have passed away. So. Yeah. I think that like when I reflect on all souls, it's kind of like, you know, I'm used to this because, you know, as a music director, I'm playing this liturgy like yeah, every, every year, year yeah. you know, and, and, you know, and I do a lot of funerals throughout every year i think i was talking to someone the other day i think i'm approaching probably close to like maybe 2500 funerals in the last you know my 10-year career or something like that like it's kind of crazy to think about and you get to see all these people and, and all this like i i obviously think of my family but when i work in this situation to get to minister to these people who have lost loved ones and you see people at all these different stages of grief or because because sometimes you'll see people who are just absolutely devastated you know mm-hmm. like you know if someone's like a young person unfortunately passed away um but on the flip side of that sometimes you get to see families who are not like rejoicing but like they have a, this comfort sense of my my loved ones no longer hurting or they've lived along yeah or 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 they know where they're they're going you know i mean that that's that's a hope yeah and that and that's that's exactly what you know i was thinking of is like i i love our catholic tradition and um you know everything that we know about our catholic faith is is when it comes to death because there is just so much hope it's Mm -hmm. not the the haunted frog that comes back to to <laughs> you know to- or, toad. whatever toad. or or ghosts or yes. goblins or whatever Witches. everything else you said like I think there's so much hope um, and yeah I think that that's got to be a great experience um, in, in some aspects it's right. probably a hard experience for you in, in a lot of aspects of of do you know celebrating all these funerals and um, mm-hmm. you know being part of all these All Souls Day masses but I think that there's also probably a, a you know, a joy mm-hmm. in that too. And there, that's the comfort that I choose to see in all these things because a lot of times, like, especially like if someone's lived to be, you know, 95, 96, they've lived this great full life and now they're on their, their eternal reward, right? So, you know, it, it even though there is, you know, a set, like the, the final blessing, there's sadness and parting, you know, um, we rejoice because we know where our loved ones are going. There's that eternal reward. You know, this is not at the end it's not the in the game the curtain has not fallen there's just blackness now we are moving on towards um what we were really called to be at the very beginning yeah. to be with god um so like tonight for example we have our all souls liturgy at seven o'clock um if you're listening to this in the morning and feel like you want to come on come on down um we're going to celebrate um all of our parishioners who have passed away so from there's, a lot. Night, there's yeah, a lot 118 Wow. Um, wow, wow, wow. All these. And so... Uh, Usually, like, we're in the 80s or 90s, right? Yeah, probably, like, high 70s, low 80s. Wow. Yeah. So we've had, unfortunately, quite a few this year. Um, but we we are celebrating every single person's life tonight. Um, we have we invite the families of all the deceased who are able to come. Um, everyone's invited. We, we celebrate. So what we do here is we commemorate our parishioners by... Um, memorializing their names in the scrolls that we hang by our waking wall in the vestibule and we'll have all the names of all the deceased from from the last october to october 15th of this year um and we will read their names aloud um after the homily and there will be a bell tolled but everyone gets to be memorialized tonight 
um, and everyone's name is going to be read. I think it's really cool because it provides that extra comfort to the families to say like, hey, we know we did this funeral for your guys like back in November of 2020. We haven't forgotten about you right. and we haven't forgotten about the people that you love. Um, so here, let's we're going to remember them one more time yeah. this year. That's great. And I think that's kind of one of the unique things that St. Gerard does. And I know other churches do this as well, but um, with the names and the waking wall and we hang them there for quite some time, like the entire month of November, I believe. And um, it's just that reminder of the people that have gone before us to their eternal reward and that, that, that reminder of the hope that awaits us at the end. Yeah, and I think like, you know, some of you might be like wondering why, why are we talking about <laughs> so much death and, mm-hmm. you know, also as in like, obviously we're talking about it because also Souls Day is today. But mm-hmm. I think in terms of like our complicated faith, making it simple, mm-hmm. um, I think sometimes we just, there's so many questions yeah. about death. Mm-hmm. I think there's so many, you know, uh, you know, we don't know what awaits us. I mean, we know what our faith tells us, but sometimes it's struggle. Sometimes um, just kind of if you've ever been at a funeral yeah um you know especially with i i like at our funerals that call to prayer mm-hmm. um and one of the lines in there is uh we are easter people yep. um that that idea that life is e- eternal not not temporary not confined um or even in the search that um the program that we're using right now it talks about a beginning date and an end date and everything in that middle is that little dash on a, on a tombstone. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, y- you know, I, I just think that like sometimes we question, um, so much and get so much, um, worry and anxiety. It doesn't mean you, you know, you shouldn't be, um, you shouldn't be doing that. I just mm-hmm. say like, I think that there's a lot of, um, you know, comfort, I guess, when you understand that our lives don't end when right. we die. And, you know, I think we even in the search program last week, we talked about how you don't have to start, you don't have to wait till you die to live your eternal reward, right? Yep. You, know, you live eternal life now, which sounds kind of counterproductive or counterintuitive, but like death is hard. You know, this is one of those things, but like what I choose to see is like, what do we have that will forever be with us from the people that have passed on, right? Like this is the kind of thing, you know, when we talk about death, we, you know, it's sad and it's hard. And like, for me, that little takeaway for this is, you know, they will never be gone from our thoughts as long as we remember them. You know what I'm saying? They're never going to be gone. So like, what can we take away from like, what, what sticks with us? Like, for example, my grandfather, when he passed away in 2011, I will always remember that Sunday afternoon was his rosary time. Mm -hmm. That was always what was going to happen. Um, three or four o'clock on Sunday, um, Pop Koval was going to pray the rosary. And it was really simple. Like, all he did was pray the rosary. It wasn't, he didn't make a big deal about it. He didn't, he didn't run around the house, say, everybody be quiet. I'm going to pray my rosary now. You know, it was just this, this subtle, simple testament to the faith. And everyone knew it was going to happen. And like, we would usually come over for dinner on Sunday afternoons, Sunday evenings, but we'd always come after three o'clock because yeah. that's when he would pray his rosary. And I think like, yeah, when we, when we think about those people, like, and I th- that's, again, that's why I like all souls because we look at specifically, you know, the people in our community and mm-hmm. our um, family. I mean, there is even a time, I believe as part of that mass where as part of the intentions or whatever, can't they just name any additional names um, that weren't, um, you know, part of that list, mm-hmm. um, or at least they've done it in the past where after they're done reading the list of people, anyone else is able to join in and add some yep, names. We do that. Yep. It's still, okay. That's still yep, thing. I haven't been else. there. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, you know, yes, we, if they were, cause the only people who are listed are like parishioners who passed away, passed away, right? Yeah, now yeah. we give people in the pews an opportunity to remember those who have been lost that may not have been at St. Gerard. Yeah. And it's a very powerful moment because a lot of people still call out their, you know, their parents' names or, Yeah, you know, just because it didn't happen the last year doesn't mean, yeah. Correct. And that's, we give that validation to people's 
loss. I think it's a beautiful thing. We, we, we get to do that, which is awesome. And, um, you know, so just like, you know, and, and again, like the, the idea of all souls, like, you know, is the fact that we're trying to re- not only remember, but also maybe it's the same word. I, I guess what I want to say is like, we want to remember them, but we also want to remember the way in which they live. So it will help us live right. in those ways. So we want leading by example. Remember and to remember. I don't know, but <laughs> we'll think of a better word. Yeah. We got it. I got your but, point. But but like you know, we want to we want to um, you know em- almost emulate how they lived, mm-hmm. um, taking the their faithfulness, taking their strength, taking their mm-hmm. compassion. Um, it's it's going to be different for other people. Like my grandma that I that I just mentioned, um, you know, she had just this overwhelming sense of peace mm-hmm. um, to me that I just. I don't do well, yeah. uh, but when I think of needing that, I think of her. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you know, to take um, the lessons and and lives of those people that we're remembering, take those with us as we go throughout our day, our struggles, our our complicated lives. Mm-hmm. Um, taking the lessons that we learned from the people that have passed away taking those with us so that we can each and every day just live a better life. Yeah, maybe our challenge this week is to kind of take some time and reflect on, you know, what who are the people that we no longer have here on earth with us? Um kind of go in my mind like kind of going down a list like what what trait like Jeff was saying, like what trait and that led to their their stalwartness, if that's a word, of their faith and kind of say how can I use that this week? And then you can go down to the next person. What was the thing that they left a mark on you? You know, it doesn't have to be a long list. It can be a short list. It could be one person. It could be five people, you know, but that's like our challenge this week. Remembering our loved ones who have gone before us and what helped us stay strong in our faith because of them. And I think um, you know, just this just popped into my head. Maybe sometimes I think or I think most times when I think of you know, like my grandma, or we think of loved ones that have lost, we think of how they were here on earth. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's an opportunity to think about them up in heaven yeah, um, with Jesus. And, and you know, just as maybe just a, a shift in our perspective to know that, hey, I got a saint looking after me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, that, to me, it, cool. yeah, to me, it just kind of gives me chills to think of like, you know, my grandma looking after me mm-hmm. um, among other people, of course, but other, other saints, but like, um, just, you know, I, maybe a shift of thinking about them, how they were here on earth yeah. and how they are today in heaven. So. Absolutely. No, I 100% agree. So, you know, I mean, we would encourage you to definitely, if it's not November 3rd or beyond, <laughs> come out to the All Souls Mass um, and, and use it as an opportunity to commemorate any of your loved ones um, that have passed away. Um, it will be obviously specifically for the, the 118 that have passed away from St. Gerard, but we also do acknowledge all those people that have passed away, um, you know, from, that are non-parishioners or from mm-hmm. other family members. And, um, you know, just as we kind of move forward, um, just, just, uh, we're looking at some, uh, exciting times here in the church calendar. Uh, we got Thanksgiving, which is right before the beginning of Advent. Yes. We got Christmas. We got um, just uh, great times, great joy. Um, but I think that can kind of start with all souls as we look to the joy of the lives of the people that have passed away. Yeah, absolutely. So, and again, in a two weeks here, 
Um, I also want to roll. The last two times I have announced two weeks instead of one. I want everyone to recognize. Nice. Finally, on Proud episode 15 and 16. Actually, I wasn't on 15. That was just you and Father Mark. So 14 <laughs> and 16. I kicked you um, out. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm out. See you guys later. Um, we're going to come to you episode about gratitude um, and Thanksgiving, kind of bringing us in for that time there. Um, and then right after Thanksgiving is Advent. So here we go. Yeah, we're coming. ready. It's, we're ready. Ready. So, and uh, just make sure, uh, Ben, that uh, you don't eat too much of those Reese's. You rot your teeth out, okay? So you can be a good example for okay, your kid. Okay, Dr. Jeff. Well, I, you know, I just, I just try to, I'm just trying to be helpful because... Yeah. If I don't have any teeth, I can't sing. So yeah. <laughs> oh, it's true. See, I'm just trying to look see? out for yeah, you. Yeah, my career uh, is, your, is your forefront of your mind. <laughs> it's the first thing on that's, my That's exactly what mind. that is. Well, anyway, uh, thanks for, for listening today, and uh, we will talk to you in two we'll weeks. See you later. Peace out. Bye.